You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. One o'clock hour, Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent and I have another hour to go. In the hour, we will speak with Scott Dockerman, uh, Land 10, as well as uh, Nick Athen, Chiefs Insider on Twitter. He's covered the Chiefs for, oh, 15 years or thereabouts. Uh, let's do a little bit on the uh, NFL, Trent. Mm-hmm. You know what? One more thing on basketball real quick. Okay. You brought it up during the break. All the carnage this weekend, right? Oh. All the ranked teams that went down, whether it was yesterday or today. Michigan State. We saw Ohio State and Iowa. What 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 day was it? Thursday? Thursday, yeah. Pretty good game. Iowa didn't look out of place. Yeah, no. Diop killed him. Mm-hmm. This is going to kill a lot. I didn't see that result last night or nope. yesterday afternoon against Michigan State coming at all. Dakich hitting the uh, 30-footer at the end of the first half. <laughs> Just, uh, Ohio State's making the NCAA tournament. They're absolutely making the NCAA tournament. Look, Think back this summer when Thad Mata was fired in the summer. Mm-hmm. It was because... Well, he, they have to have a good year, and they're not going to have a good year because that roster's terrible. Right. Well, now Holtman is taking this terrible roster. Right. That Thad Mata. He has made chicken thought, salad out of. Yes. Mm-hmm. That Thad Mata, one of the most accomplished coaches mm-hmm. of the last 15 years, yep. nobody thought could make them maybe even an NIT team. Right. And he's taking them, and he's going to take them to the NCAA mm-hmm. tournament. Think of that. No, the the two schools that, that hired new coaches in the offseason, well, there, there was three. I think Rutgers did two, right? Um but 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 Archie Miller, mm-hmm. he was the guy. What a great hire! Indiana, yes, they're back. Yes. Not gonna be long. Uh, we've we've seen coaches, um, you know, from that uh, level come in. Uh, let's let's tap the brakes a little bit on the Buckeyes. But what he's doing, Trent, and you pointed it out. I think going into Thursday's game against Iowa, certainly coming out of it on Friday when we talked about it, these kids are playing hard and they're playing well and they're playing basketball. They're playing like a team, is what they're doing. I, I was talking last night. Brandon Miller was the name of the coach that Holman took over there at Butler. Mm-hmm. It was their only one season. It's almost forgetting. People just think it went from Stevens right, right into to it. Holman, right. And he had a weird circumstance where he left, and Butler took a big step back, and he built them back to being, oh, yeah, it's Butler. Now, not national championship level Butler like they were two years in a row with Stevens, but still with the move up, a jump up in competition, going from the Horizon League to the Big East, it's a pretty big leap. <laughs> yeah. A lot of coaches can do that. Right. And he has been able to do that. This is a good coach. In Ohio State, got a big building. It's not a raucous environment by any means. but it certainly was yesterday. It was yesterday. It was yesterday. People talk about it, though. It's big. It's it's kind of like Carver. It just it It's not a great environment. Mm-hmm. It's big, and that's about it. That's all you can say about it. But, uh, yeah, it was good yesterday. Ohio State, with the recruiting base that they have, they're they're on their way back. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. They're not going anywhere. No. And the Big Ten going forward now. No, they need that, too. Michigan State, is, under Izzo, is going to be Michigan mm-hmm. State. And they've got Michigan this week? Yeah, I think that that's right. this week. Yeah. yeah, pretty sure. Purdue, I think Painter mm-hmm. has, after a little bit of a lull, has brought it back mm-hmm. up. You know, they're going to be good. Beeline's beeline year after year. Mm-hmm. Wisconsin, though they're a dip and very young they'll, this year. They'll be, they'll be back again. And, Patino, and, I'm not sure because they, he's got some yeah. problems up there. But where does Iowa fit in going forward, too? Mm. That That's the other component here. The Big Ten is really down this year. Really down. They're 0-5. With three home losses against three winnable games. That That's the worst part about it, Trent. This is a down Big Ten year. 
and the local Big Ten school is winless. Illinois under Underwood's going to get better. He's a good coach. They're bad this year. Mm-hmm. He's going to do a good job. Archie Miller is going to get Indiana back. Who knows at high, how high of a level he'll get talent. Is there. Underwood going to do well now that college basketball, there seem to be peeling back some of the layers? <laughs> That's <laughs> my question. That, that could be a question. I think you have that question in a number of schools. Miles is a good coach. He's a good S- coach. Look, Nebraska's playing better than anybody thought, right? He got them to an NCAA tournament. That alone is an accomplishment. Mm-hmm. People... But the new n- the new Nebraska AD Bill Moose was going to have to he was going to have to hire a football coach yeah. and a basketball coach. Not going to have to hire a basketball coach to. this no, year. No, look around the Big Ten and you wonder. Well, for the Hawkeye fan out there that is optimistic, it'll get turned around. You got Weisskamp coming in, top forty player, and then Patrick McCaffrey, a top forty mm-hmm. player, and they're they're getting there. You also have to remember who are you playing, who are you beating? Penn State, Rutgers, okay. Who else? Who else are you confident that Iowa's program is going to ascend past in the Big Ten over the next, say, three years? Not a whole lot. Minnesota, you could sell me that. Now, why are you saying that? I live in reality. I live in reality. Yeah, you make valid points. And you the really reality do. is... It's it's, it's going to be tough. Times. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Uh, let's do a couple of minutes on the NFL. We've kind of, we will get to Nick Gather eventually as we um, you know recap. I didn't see that coming, Trent. Of all the games this week, I thought the one team I could see the Falcons beating uh, beating L.A. Right? Mm-hmm. Atlanta has been there. They were in the Super Bowl last year. The Rams got all this young talent. They're a good team, but they've got a quarterback, young quarterback, young running back. Uh, the the Atlanta's been there, done that. I thought the Bills might give the Jaguars a run because of, well, Blake Bortles, the Jags coach, and they did. That was a good football game. I had no idea which way Carolina and New Orleans was going to go. I had no opinion. I thought it was tough to beat a team three times in a row. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cam Newton's Cam Newton. Uh, Drew Brees is, he hasn't lost anything, has he? No. But of the games yesterday that were played, it, it seems to me, and I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I'm going to, that whoever wins this Saints-Minnesota game this weekend, and it's the last game, I mean, they're going to make us wait till the bitter end, Sunday at 335. It seems to me that whoever wins that game is destined to represent the NFC. Is that too simple? No, I, I, I think you're right on. Atlanta, maybe. I mean, Ryan is better. They still have Julio Jones. He, there's always that lingering, what if this is a time that Julio goes for 12 catches, 218 yards. And, and he was yards. pedestrian on Saturday night. Yeah. That that always lingers with, with Atlanta, that you have to worry about that. And wherever it's going to be, if Atlanta does get there, which I do think they are, looking at here on Monday. They're favored. I mean, this is a yeah. six seed over a one, right? First time ever. First time ever. Favored. They'll be going to a dome, though. So it's uh-huh. not, all right, this team isn't as good on grass. We've seen that often. Fair point. They're going to either the, the U.S. Bank Stadium or they're going to the Superdome. Should we, should we give maybe Philadelphia a little bit of a chance here? I mean, everybody's very quick, and I get it. I mean, they, they don't look like the same team. They're not. Wentz is, Wentz is a different yeah. maker. difference maker. Foles, not so much. But are we being too quick to disregard the rest of the Eagles team? I, I do worry about team, that a Trent. little bit. No. And what do you do against Matt Ryan? You make him uncomfortable in the pocket. What does that defensive front of the Eagles do? Mm-hmm. They make everybody uncomfortable. Get after so, you. In both side, both trenches. I mean, uh, the Eagles offensive line is stout, too. Yes. And Jay Ajay, I like Jay Ajay. They're not going to. 
it has to be a certain kind of game, though, for the Eagles, right? They can't win a shootout against Atlanta, can they? Mm, I don't. With Nick Foles? You don't think no, so. No, I don't think no. so. They can't. 31 27. No, they I don't can't, think so. No. That can't be the game. It's got to be a 2017 ish type of game, 23 mm-hmm. 20, you know, something like that. Yeah, I can buy it. And, and I think you're right, though. I, I think a lot of people are being too quick to just push Eliminate aside the, the, the Eagles. Because though Carson Wentz was such an important component to yeah. what they do. That defense is being overlooked and, and how difficult they can make it. And I, I have a feeling Philly fans might even be relishing this a little bit this week. Overlook. You know, the, the nobody believes in us kind of as a number one seed to get that because it's a rallying cry that works in sports. Well, and, and, it, and it's absolutely legit. I mean, Vegas has anointed yes. the sixth seed yes. as the favorite on the road in their building. And it's gone to Bill Simmons talks about this all the time, the, the theory of the nobody believes in us team. Going forward, very rare that you get a number one seed to be able to do that. Now, we hear it. I, I get a kick. I, I can't remember who it was a few years ago. But it was uh, some guy after they won a Super Bowl. Nobody believed in us. And I think it was right. the Patriots. I'm like, shut up. Everybody believed. You're the Patriots. Right. It can go. It's gone too far, I think, and coaches use that as motivation. But this is real. This is real motivation that Doug Peterson can use this week. You guys went out, won 13 Doug games. Doug Peterson's a terrific offensive mind, too, Trent. And suddenly... Nobody thinks you can win a home game mm-hmm. against the sixth seed. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty easy to get this team motivated. This if you're week. a Vikings fan, and I and I asked this uh, to the Vikings fan in my life uh, throughout the day yesterday, is who do you want to see? You want to see Carolina and New Orleans? I think. I, mean, I don't know if you want to see. I think we, you wish Cam Newton and the crew would have showed up uh, at U.S. Bank Stadium next Sunday, as opposed to Drew Brees and that team. <sighs> Carolina beat them. They did. That was the one of, uh, yeah, that was their last loss of the year. On the road wow. after back-to-back tours of the NFC South. Because didn't they beat Atlanta the week before? Wow. The, but the Vikings had beat New Orleans. So, in week one. The one thing that I heard from some of my Vikings fans this week, because they said the same, and I went, are you nuts? You really? I, I had the same thought as you. Mm-hmm. These Careful what crazy. you wish for. Right. They just said with their defensive front, they would much rather see a pocket quarterback Drew Brees mm-hmm. and Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. And Cam, but, he was bad at the beginning of the year. He was. Yeah, he absolutely that, was. That shoulder injury took a lot longer than I think some people uh-huh. anticipated him to come back from. But the way he was slinging it yesterday. I, no, I think, he had some drops, trend. I mean, his, his receivers <clears throat> did. And here's the other thing, too. It's not like Carolina doesn't have a good defensive line. They do. They do. You, that's a good call. They do. And good linebackers. Yes. Keekly. Yeah. As long as he's not. Davis. Con- not in concussion protocol. Right. Which mm-hmm. he made it I, through the year. I'm uncomfortable watching Carolina games because of Keekley. Because of Keekley, you just you're waiting for that to, the inevitable, right? It's, yeah, it feels that, like that, that image of him crying coming off the field. Yeah, it feels like it that. Still sticks with me every mm-hmm. time I watch the Panthers. Every mm-hmm. single time he makes a play, that image pops back in my head. I just there's something about it. So in a way, kind of glad Carolina's done. I just I hated that so much. Yeah, he's such a good player. Such a good player. Yeah. Great for the league. But, no, I, I think they're – because I was with you, but the more that I did think about it and Cam and the way that he can move and, and some of the issues that the Vikings have had against mobile quarterbacks, I understand at least the theory. Well, that you I know what Viking fans are holding out hope for, right? That they get to right two wrongs, that they get to be – Three. What's the, what would be the third? Well – Pittsburgh in the Super Bowl. Pittsburgh in the Super Bowl. Super yeah. Bowl four. Yeah, Never, 19, yeah. yeah. That that's, going all the way back. Yep. Yeah. 
But you get to pick off. You get to make good on the Favre. Yep. This is in Detroit. So you get that first. Then <laughs> right, you get, get 98. The, 98 beating Atlanta. And then you get Super Bowl four. I think it was, against the Steelers. Against the Steelers. I knew two of them. I didn't. But yeah, that that's a big talker this week. Yes. I hope they get that opportunity. I, the Saints team scares the crap out of me. We'll take a timeout. Scott Dockerman will be here. Look forward to talking to a land of 10 Scott Dockerman. When we continue on here, Nick Athens still to come as we will dot I's and cross cheese on the Chiefs season. I can't believe it's over. Uh, But it is. uh, That coming up as we continue. It's the Ken Miller Show 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Bill Ryder. Nice to be talking to the home crowd again in central Iowa where I was raised, where I got married. The show is rather new. 5 to 9 p.m. weekdays on Des Moines Big Talker 1700 KBGG. Caring Hands Food Pantry serves the residents of Southeast Polk School District as well as all of Bondurant and Pleasant Hill. If you live in this area or use the school system and find yourself in need of additional food at this time, come in Mondays or Wednesdays between 3 and 6 or on Tuesday, Thursday or Friday between 11 and 1. You will need to bring in an ID for each member of your family and a piece of mail postmarked and delivered to you for each adult over 18 in order to register. There are no income requirements, no checking of employment, nor need to be signed up for any government or church charity program. We are here to help. If you need food, we have it for you. Caring Hands has been serving the Southeast Polk area for more than 20 years and is funded by charitable contributions from those of us in the community. Check out their website at caringhandsiowa.org. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. As a small business owner, you make every dollar count. So what could you do with $10? Go to Vistaprint.com today and you'll get 500 high-quality custom business cards for only $9.99. That's less than $0.02 per card. And at Vistaprint, your satisfaction is absolutely guaranteed. So it's never been easier to turn 500 strangers into connections. Just visit Vistaprint.com and use promo code 5353 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 5353. Now at Menard, save big money on your next project with an 11% rebate on everything. Brighten your home with long-lasting, energy-efficient LED bulbs. Right now, all stock fight electric LED bulbs are on sale. A four-pack of LED general-purpose bulbs in soft white or daylight are $3.55 after rebate. Stop waiting and start saving with an 11% rebate on everything now at Menards. Good through January 13th. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358. 
515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Greater Des Moines Habitat for Humanity's new Restore is now open in Urbandale. Donations of home improvement items to Restore are sold to the public to support Habitat's mission of building homes, communities, and hope. So donate, shop, and volunteer at your nearest Restore on East Euclid or in Urbandale. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Here we go. Back to Iowa's only local sports show over your lunch hour. Here's Ken and Trent. All right, welcome back. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Uh, Trent Connor and myself with you until 2. Still to come, uh, Nick Athen. Uh, and uh, along with the two of us, we'll get into the Tennessee Upset victory over the Kansas City Chiefs ending mm-hmm. their season. Chiefs, you see what their draft picks are, by the way? Back-to-back? No, that's the Bills. Oh, because, because yeah, they gave that was, up yeah. to move up to get Mahomes. They yeah. have a second, a third, a fifth, and a sixth. That's I mean, it? That's it. Ooh. Yeah, they're they're not going to fix things uh, through the draft this year. Let's see if Scott Dockerman can fix the Hawkeyes. He can take whatever method he wants to do that. Uh, Scott joins us. Uh, Doc, uh, Trenton, Ken, happy Monday, Scott. How are you? Hey, great. Beautiful day here and uh, middle of January. You don't get many nicer days than this. No, we were done uh, for, for one. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, Doc, um, look at the, let's. I guess we got to start with Iowa, Maryland. There's so many, so many tentacles to this game. Let me ask you about Fernando, Bruno Fernando, who is. I mean, he. You could tell why they're excited about this guy. He's going to be a heck of a college basketball player and turn that into uh, making uh, making a lot of money uh, in, in the NBA. Can you recall a player? who let out as many primal screams after dunks or whatever and got away with it. I mean, you see that periodically, right? Trent brought up the Cook uh, dunk last year against uh, Indiana Purdue. Indiana. Indiana. Yeah. Um, and, and let out that scream. But that was a one That was one off. Uh, Fernando last night was doing this three or four times. I'm, I'm just not sure, Doc, that I can recall seeing this in college basketball as much as we saw out of one guy last night. Yeah, I don't. I don't recall it either. And I know a lot of Iowa fans. Uh, you know, along with about fifteen other things, that that was something to 
really get upset about. Uh, you know, he's a great player, no doubt about it. I mean, he's, I would imagine he's probably close to one and done. Yep. He's probably more impactful than Diamond Stone was at his age just a couple of years ago. But, uh, but yeah, he can get under people's skin quite a bit. And, you know, you talked about, like, the, the technical foul there. It, uh, you know, when he, both he and uh, Tyler Cook got, you know, you start – you start to wonder, I mean, why is there an equivalency there? You know, why is, um, oh, okay, you know, he's, he's standing over the top of a, of a player who got a foul and is laying down there and, and uh, you know, but yet he can't protect himself. He can't say get up, you know, and all of a sudden it's, it's equal. I mean, that's like, you know, one person going on a rant on another on Twitter and somebody else says you're a jerk and therefore they're both, you know, in equal territory. I just don't buy that. So, um, you know, I, I think Bruno Fernando is going to get under the skin of just about everybody in the Big Ten, and but he's also good enough that he can back it up. Well, the referees continue to let him uh, let him away with that stuff, Doc. That's my question. I just look, and I'm with you 100. percent He's a hell of a player, a hell of a player. Mm-hmm. Uh, but will they continue to? I mean, you, you just don't see that, Doc. Yeah, he will at home um, against teams like Iowa, but he won't when he's on the road. I mean, you can't see him pulling those theatrics off at you know the Breslin Center. And I don't know their schedule; I'd have to really look. But you know, in a, in a place like yep. a, a Purdue, yeah, yeah, on the road he won't. You know, different officiating crew. There's such a disparity in what gets called and what doesn't get called. And so, um, you know, <laughs> you know, that's probably the biggest problem with officiating these days is the inconsistency level. And I, I'm certainly not going to say Fran didn't deserve at least one technical last night, but, you know, when you look at, you know, the way some games are called versus others, you know, what they let go, what they consider ticky-tack, and that's really, you know, pro football is exactly the same way, and I'm sure your guest on the Chiefs in a few, in a little while will shed more light on that, but, hmm. you know, I think that's the biggest problem, and we've seen a lot of, you know, high-profile officials exit, you know, over the last handful of years, but I think right now it's, it's at a point where they need to be more consistent, and if they don't, then they they're kind of the the you know killing the, the golden goose right now because uh, basketball is, is poorer for it. So Fran McCaffrey ejected from the game first time I believe in four years uh, that he's been mm-hmm. ejected from a game. He's fifty eight years old. I the act going into it where he goes from like I said zero to sixty in a second and. It goes from calm, mild manner to just losing his mind. Can he reinvent himself? Can he find a better way to do it? Because you just don't see coaches that do it in the same fashion, that, that flip out at the drop of a hat like him. Can he change at 58 years old? No, he can't. Um, he can calm down, which is actually he has. Yes, he has. Um, this year has tested his patience a little bit. But, uh, you know, I remember when, you know, four years ago when, that happened at at, uh, at Wisconsin. I mean, that was probably the wildest I'd ever seen a, a head coach. And you know, and likewise, you know, I was there for the Michigan State chair slam and and a few others that were uh, you know nobody really wrote about or talked about that were you know pretty eye raising, eyebrow raising. But you know, I, I do th- I don't think it's it's a matter of him turning it off. That's his personality. And and when you're on the on the floor competing, it's hard to do that. Uh, but I do think. Uh, you know, you know, it's it's too late to say he needs to watch himself. He is who he is. He's, this is his eighth year at Iowa. He's not going to magically sit there with his legs crossed. I mean, I think he's a lot like Mike Ditka that way. He just gets really fiery. Now, 
I think the difference, and I know some of my, you know, either former colleagues and other people on Twitter have discussed what's the difference between him and, say, an Izzo or a Roy Williams. Fran just looks more imposing. He, when he gets mad and he pounds his fist into his hand, he just looks like he's, you know, he, he'll, he's scary to death. You know, the other ones look mad and angry, but just don't quite put off that vibe that, you know, he's off the handle the way Fran is. And, and whether or not Fran is, is or isn't is, is irrelevant. It's just, it's just the appearance of it because he's a very smart, intelligent person. Every time you've had a conversation with him, you know, you think of that. But you know, sometimes when he gets red-faced and yells and gets angry, I mean, it's, I think it's intimidating, and I'm sure that probably plays into why uh, he gets dinged up or at least looks that way um, to the general public. Hmm. Uh, Scott Dockerman, Land of Tennis, our guest. Doc, it, it, Chad Leistikow, to his credit, Des Moines Register, uh, tried to get a comment from the officiating crew uh, following the game last night. Have you have you reached out to officials in your career following a game uh, just for an explanation? And if so, were you met with the same response? And and is is there are we at that time maybe that maybe more transparency is needed? I don't I don't know what it would hurt, Doc. Um, does this need to change? And I think the answer is probably yes. But will it? Will it? I think it should. I think it will eventually. I I, I do think that it's too much to. To uh, you know, expect that officials can just walk off the court and not have any explanation for their call, and you know, and, and in the olden days, we didn't have you know whether it was replay, games weren't shown, it wasn't easy. You know, HD allows us to see more movements; they can slow it down. So I think the, the officials need to have more explanations now, because it wasn't readily apparent as to why he got ejected. Now, was it an extra expletive? Was it a bump? Was it something? I don't know, but we need to know that because then that way we can say, okay, I understand now. Because I think there's a lot of people right now saying there's no explanation for him getting, you know, thrown out. You know, we we thought the one was worth it, but not the second. And, and uh, you know, yeah, I've reached out before and kind of gotten the same stonewall treatment. But you know, this is a league now. This is a sport, and, and the college athletics are big business. I mean, each school gets fifty million dollars a year from the Big Ten. It stretches all the way across the country practically. I mean, it's a national brand and a national network and and i think unless there's transparency you know there's the 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 appearance that your product you know could be tainted tainted for whatever reason you know rightly or wrongly but but unless they speak you never know so if if chad you know to his credit would have went to and and talked to bo borowski last night and bo says hey this is what he you know he said he said he uttered a second expletive after we told him to be quiet fine you know but then you have an explanation uh, but you can't just say, I'm right, that's the end of the story. It just doesn't work in today's world. It's just the world's not built that way. Everybody wants to know why. So also uh, during the game yesterday, we see Connor McCaffrey uh, as he's rehabbing. He's tweeting back home. Patrick, his son, who's a junior, is tweeting from back home. It, it felt off. Ken and I talked about this a little bit earlier. You understand it's your dad out there defending him. You're playing for him or going to play for him. But it just seemed a little bit odd. Saw Bohannon after the game make a quip, funny comment, but <laughs> we saw a uh, a Twitter ban for a few weeks back with Zach McCabe. It's maybe time to Fran to pull in the reins here a little bit from both his sons and from the team. And hey, let's lay off social media for a little while. Well, you know, I, I mean, I'm an advocate for freedom of speech, you know, but I also understand that unfiltered uh, situations like on Twitter, like we saw with Zach McCabe 
you know, four years ago or whatever it was, and, you know, that could be detrimental. And we, and, we, and that's why Kirk does it. I, you know, they, they have other social media platforms, but, you know, unfiltered, bam, right at the moment. And some people don't care, but I, I don't think it gives a good appearance when that's the case, but I'm not going to criticize anybody, you know, especially somebody below the age of 18 for what their choices are. That's, that should be parental and guidance. But, I, you know, I, I don't think it gives a good look, mm-hmm. let's just say that. And, and, and whether it's the players complaining, you know, now I thought Jordan Bohannon's response is kind of funny, and I think people need to take it as such, but mm-hmm. I also think that maybe the others need to curtail some of their opinions on Twitter because it can be construed in certain negative ways. Mm. Scott Dockman, Land of 10. Doc, my last thing for you, it's away from what we saw last night. Uh, we'll save Iowa football for the uh, weeks to come uh, as you continue to uh, put out uh, content at the on the Iowa portion of Land10.com. You probably just doing uh, yeoman's work over there. We'll save that for the weeks to come. Uh, there is a here and now in a national championship game tonight. Will you watch two SEC teams battle for the national championship? And who do you like in the football game? I will watch casually. I will not be nearly as intense if, say, it was Oklahoma or Ohio State. Uh, it's hard for me to, you know, sit there through a four-hour SEC com- infomercial, uh, which is what we'll probably get. Yeah. But that said, I, I think it's going to be a great game, and you're going to see a lot of great players. I, I got to go with Saban. I got to go with Bama. You know, Georgia has kind of a tradition of falling short in these situations, whereas Alabama, yeah, there was last year, but um, Alabama's, you know, more than made up for it in the past. So it's hard to go against Saban, but I think this is going to be, you know, an incredible game. You know, incredibly vicious between the two teams. I mean, it, it what it would probably be like what a, you know, an Iowa Michigan game for the national title. You know, something like that. Uh, you know, Ohio State Wisconsin. You know, two teams that ne- rarely play each other, and they're border states, and they're in the same conference. So I think it's gonna be highly competitive, and I'll watch casually, but I will not sit, sit there for the four hours and uh, soak it all in. Thank you, Scott. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Appreciate it, Doc. All right, thanks, guys. Good to talk to you, Scott Dockerman. Land the ten, and and I'm not blowing sunshine up his uh, skirt. Him and Bobby put out a ton of content. Yes, they really and truly do. <clears throat> good, good stuff. for them. It is good stuff. It's the thing that I really enjoy about what they do over there. It's a ton of content, but it's different angles that I don't really hit a whole lot. I think we all sometimes fall into the same beats. Beat writers for the Register, writers for the Gazette. You know. It's kind of that every day, the the same things that you hit kind of over and over. Mm-hmm. They take different angles. They they look at things. Hey, I didn't think of that, you know. And and that's what I really enjoy about them because every once in a while, it's good for me to think. We no, we fall in routines. I agree with you. We fall in routines, and and they do a good job of staying away from that. Yeah, Doc had a bull poll, and I never respond to polls. <laughs> yes, yes. Last week yeah. I responded to the poll. I mm-hmm. it got my attention. Oh, they're doing a good job over yeah. there. Uh, Nick Athen. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk to him next. Speaking of good I, jobs. I'm shocked the Chiefs lost track. I'm stunned. Stunned. I thought they yeah. were home free. Well, 21-3, really not even 20, going into the game. Mm-hmm. And the way that it unfolded, Mariota catching the pass. Like, they oh, had that's no fun. answer for that's Kelsey. Fun. It was fun, I guess. They had no answer for Travis Kelsey in the, early in the football game. Right. He was dominating them. You have Kareem Hunt. You're up five called run six five or six called run up fourteen nothing, called run play six more times in the entire game. 
The NFL's leading ground gainer is in your backfield wearing number 27. The offensive coordinator is now the head coach. It's just the Kansas of my, City. Of the Chicago Bears. Ah, this organization mm. doesn't, doesn't lead a whole lot of confidence for me. I, I got a uh, text from a buddy a little bit ago. Hey, how do you feel about your team? He's a Vikings fan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Said, well, enjoy the division with the Packers for a lot longer. I just... Maybe I can get excited about Matt Nagy. I don't know. Well, I'll ask Nick about that. Well, we'll have an opportunity to do so when we return here. It's our final segment of the day. The Ken Miller Show is with you Monday through Friday from noon until 2. Local sports with you on 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hey guys, Trent Condon here again from 1700 KBGG. We made it. A new year upon us. A happy 2018. No lot of people have New Year's resolutions, things you want to improve upon, but a lot of times you need help. If better health is one of your goals in 2018, I have a place for you that has helped me. It's New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness has built a strong history helping one patient at a time. They'll make a program specifically designed for you from weight loss, hormonal treatment, maybe it's migraines, so many things that New Leaf Wellness can help you with in 2018. What I want you to do, give them a call today, 515-650-1358. That's 650-1358. Give them a call. Let's feel better together. New Leaf Wellness, 650-1358. Easter Seals Iowa provides support for children and adults with disabilities in our community. From the front of Camp Sunnyside to employment and daily living skills, Easter Seals provides a wide range of support to promote independence. We have so much fun out in the sun here at Camp Sunnyside. Learn more at EasterSealsIA.org. There's not like any time I've ever been in before. Own the movie It on digital and Blu-ray. My grandfather thinks this town is cursed. All the bad things that happen in this town are because of one thing. An evil thing. A clown. If we stick together, all of us will win. Own the digital movie now and on Blu-ray January 9th. Read it R. We all We've reached it. The point where the only way to make Tuesdays any better is by having more boneless wings. That's why here at Buffalo Wild Wings, we've invented Boneless Tuesdays. It's a celebration where if you order boneless wings at full price, you'll get another of the same size for free. This works for dine-in or takeout. Every little bit counts. And on Tuesdays, every boneless wing counts as two. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings. Beer. Sports. Prices and participation vary. Valid only on Tuesdays while supplies last. Tax and gratuity extra. Additional restrictions apply. See participating location for details. Running low on the stuff you need? Time for a Target run. We're here for all the big moments and the little ones, too. Like those New Year's goals. Get a free $5 gift card when you spend $40 on vitamins and nutrition for a healthy new you. Or hitting the gym for the third time this week with Kinder RX Bars, $5.99 a box. And natural cleaning products like Method Dish Soap on sale for $2.79. Get low prices on thousands of items today and every day. Target run and done. 
Pricing may vary. Restrictions may apply. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. And the presenting sponsor for you and I, head coach Ben Jacobson, each Monday on 1700. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at HartmanFlags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9th, Des Moines. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. Final segment here of Monday edition. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Condon and myself uh, continuing on here. By the way, we're here every Monday through Friday, in case you hadn't heard. Uh, from noon until 2 on 1700 KBGG. We appreciate you listening. Uh, let's uh, recap the, uh, arguably, no, I don't think, yeah, it's, it's the biggest shock of the weekend. The Rams going down to Atlanta, you could see that. I, I, I couldn't make a case at any point for Tennessee to find a way to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, there were some just egregious calls in that football game. I get it. Um, of the two, I thought the 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 uh, Mahomes, the Mahomes, uh, the Mariota sack, the first one, um, the forward progress plays. When he was going backwards, I could see that reason for that call. But let's get into it with Nick Athens. He's been here with us all season long as he continues to do so and will continue to do so. Talking Kansas City Chiefs. Nick Trenton, Ken, thanks for coming on. Uh, I I didn't see it coming. I don't think anybody did. The Kansas City Chiefs ran the ball. Uh, six times after getting up out to a fourteen nothing lead, six called run plays. The NFL's leading rusher is a member of the Kansas City Chiefs. A lot of questions, Nick. How are you? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I mean, like uh, you know, all in all, this is a game that you kind of saw. With Tree Kill drops that first pass, and then he drops another. You know, then the Kelsey injury, and then yeah, bot. I mean, the, the triplet. I mean, probably the worst free in the history of the NFL. They gave him that game because he was going out and he was going to go out and retire and 
it, that was a disaster. I mean, listen, the Chiefs did not lose that football game because the referees made three or four really bad calls. At any one of those three or four, the Chiefs win this football game. Uh, they lost this game because of what they always do in the postseason. Um, so it wasn't a shock to me. Andy Reid took over the calling. Uh, he tried to stop feeding the ball to his star running back. I mean, this was like 2010 when they played the Ravens. They stopped giving the ball to Jamal Charles for no reason. And, and Haley took over, and the Whites, you know, he and the Whites got into shouting match, and that was the end of it. So, um, you know, I think what happens now is, obviously, Nagy's heading to the Bears as the head coach. They're going to have to make some changes. But until Andy Reid's ego changes, now Patrick Mahomes may be the exception uh, to be able to overcome stupidity from the coaching staff, especially the play caller, uh, because of his talent. But, you know, you asked me out there, were you surprised? Are you okay? And I'm like, this just didn't shock me. When Mariota caught that ball, I knew the game was over. Kansas City was going to lose it. I had that gut in my feeling about an hour before kickoff. Just didn't feel it right. And it just unraveled. And the Chiefs had the ability to make to overcome it, and they didn't. And uh, they get what they deserve, a loss in the first round again. It's got to be difficult, too. Andy Reid solid coach can get you to the playoffs, but then things like this continually happen for him. Philadelphia's NFC yep. championship games here. It's early on in the playoffs with Kansas City. He's good enough to get you there. How much pressure is he in now going into 2018? Is it uh, such a tightrope that if they miss the playoffs, he's done? Is it Could it be that quick? No, he's got no pressure. He's got $15 million guaranteed the next five years. He's wow. got a five-year contract extension. He's paid, he's paid as much money as John Gruden. Uh, he is, he is, I mean, listen, I mean, the guy is one of the best season coaches and so is Marty Scheinemer and his last two offensive coordinators now have head coaching gigs. And you'd think all that would equate to this is like one of the smartest human beings out there in regards to offense, but he couldn't call, he cannot call a game in the postseason because he can't trust what is working and he thinks defenses are going to, uh, change and adapt. And what's interesting about that theory of mine is, is that the Titans didn't do anything different in the first quarter than they did in the first fourth quarter. They just maintained a confidence level, and the Chiefs do what they always do with Andy Reid, and they basically just started changing the formula, even though it was working. And so when, when, when Reid took the play calling away from Nagy, you know, midway through the second quarter, you could see the offense unravel a little bit. Now, they had a really good last drive, but let's be honest, if not for a missed tackle on the fact that Robinson didn't go out of bounds, you know, they run out of time and they don't score any points at the end of the second half. So, even with all the fortune they had, Andy Reid cannot help himself. And the answer to your question, Trent, unless Clark Hunt and Mama Hunt and, and Lamar Hunt Jr. are willing to eat $50 million, there is no recipe for Andy Reid changing because he's going to promote the offensive coordinator from within, and that means he's got another yes man, and we're going to have more of the same in the postseason for Kansas City even with Mahomes' talent. Uh, so you think Eric Bieniemy, uh, uh, former Colorado running back and a darn good one, is going to get tabbed as the uh, next OC? Yeah, I remember we talked about this, what, back in uh, a long maybe time, about a year yeah, ago. Yeah, a long time ago, yeah. And, and you actually you laughed at me in this conversation very well. Uh, but anyway, I'm just messing with you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think he'll be the offensive coordinator. Brad Childers will stay on as the uh, – Kind of the guru. Now, Brad should be the offensive coordinator, mm-hmm. but and Brad will Brad will pound Andy into submission to let him run the offense his way. But um, though I think Eric Bieniemy is going to be a total yes man, there is one thing that he has that no other coach on that roster has. He has absolutely complete respect 
from every athlete in that locker room. I mean, he is a head coach in waiting as far as I'm concerned and probably the guy that's ultimately going to unseat Andy Reid, you know, when it's all said and done three, four, five years from now if he doesn't get another head coaching gig. But Biennemi, unless, unless Nagy hires him um, and, and makes him assistant head coach in, in, in Chicago, which is a possibility, he, he won't be a total yes man. He will challenge Andy. He's going to want to put his own stamp on this offense, but the key will be who's the quarterback's coach they're going to bring in to work with Patrick Mahomes. My guess is it's probably going to be a long list of guys, and one guy to keep a name on is going to be Michael Vick. I would not be shocked if Vick becomes the Chiefs quarterback coach. Interesting. Uh, we'll save Alex Smith for a second. Matt Nagy, the Bears fans in the room. Trent's got to ask you yeah. about Nagy because he is yep. a hardcore. Yep. Uh, but I do want to ask you about the two other big names in Kansas City. One for sure in Tom Bahali, who I think has probably played his final game. Um, yep. Yep. Derek Johnson is not getting any younger. You yep. know, at the beginning of the piece, we talked about the, you know, the that should have been clearly that was a fumble. That was an awful call. I, I could buy the yep. triplet one on the, the two-point conversion a little bit. I could see that one. So Holly right. and Derek Johnson, have they played their last game? Uh, two guys that meant so much to that franchise. Are they finished? Yeah, that's $15 million right then and there. So, I mean, I, I know Derek wants to come back and he likes to finish his career. Unless he's willing to take a massive pay cut and a late in contract, which you know Derek's done in the past. That would be the only way. I mean, look, that is the only game he actually really played all season long. He didn't hit like that in the regular season. He didn't cover like that in the regular season. He didn't have that slow feet like he had, you know, in the regular season. So, you know, in a one game, he he gave it everything he had. Uh, but he just thought, God, they got Reggie Ragland, who obviously had a disappointing game against Tennessee. They need to find an inside linebacker to go along with Ragland. I think that they will. Um, so, you know, I think. Derek, if he's if he maybe he does a two year deal and it's you know two to four million this year instead of the eight, saves him some money. But there's going to be a mass exodus of players on this roster that's probably going to give Kansas City upwards of fifty to sixty million in cap space to where they can go out there and, and maybe get some in their prime free agents uh, and maybe take a chance. I can tell you, as of Sunday morning, they were already working the phones in regards to potentially trading uh, some of their players, most notably Alex Smith. And I'm pretty. Um, I think he's he's going to make the changes necessary, and he's going to give Andy that will excuse meter uh, for Reed going forward. All right, let's jump uh, to one of the guys that we know is leaving today. It was announced that it will be uh, Nagy taking over in Chicago. What are the Bears getting a guy, Matt Nagy, that? Didn't take over the play-calling duties until later in the season. Offensive coordinator, but I guess not how you normally think of an offensive coordinator, a full-time play-caller. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's, he's, he's a good coach, and he did a lot of really good things with, uh, with, um, with Al Smith, but he did a lot of really good things with Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he, trust me, it was not an easy decision for him to leave Kansas City to not be part of the Patrick Mahomes era, but the head coach that you take. You know, I think I a good fit that. He hasn't been playing, calling plays very long. He's going to need an experienced offensive coordinator. He's, uh, offensive coordinator. He's going to need a very experienced defensive coordinator uh, for his staff. I'm not sure he turns to at this point. But um, I, I think you're going to get a, a solid X in those guys. You're going to get a no-brainer. He's going to make sure Vince a better quarterback. He has some weapons on offense at receiver and running back. So it's not like he's going into a cover situation. And that's no pun intended. 
Um, they, they're certainly going to need to upgrade that offensive line a little bit. But, I mean, right attitude, right kind of guy, perfect for Trubinsky. And I, I think it's going to take him a couple of years uh, to, to get the Bears back to where, you know, there's no longer an Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, and the quarterbacks in the division are on the decline. But uh, I think it's a good hire. It's a soft hire. Is it a flashy hire? No. Is he kind of hot, the hot commodity right now? Yeah. I think the Bears really want – I think the culture wanted him, but I think they're going to end up with uh, with uh, Josh McDaniels when it's all said and done. So this is kind of their, their plan two guy as far as offensive guys. And, yet, this isn't a real full offseason for uh, his coaching candidates in the NFL, one of the worst we've but to answer your question, man, I think he's a coach with a lot of inexperience at this level who's going to need a really good coaching staff around him to be successful. But I will say that he will be ten times better than John Fox. Mm. Good stuff, Nick Athey. We'll save the uh, Alex Smith stuff for uh, in the weeks to come because um, you know we haven't got our fill of can't talking Kansas City Chiefs yet. So we will bug you here. Well, I'll give you I'll give you a little hint. Four teams are involved in Alex Smith right now. Here's the Cardinals, Cleveland Browns, New York Jets, and the Buffalo Bills. Uh, and I can see each and every one mm-hmm. of them. Good stuff, Nick. Thank you. All right, guys. Thanks for having me on. Yep. Good to talk to you. Nick Athen, talking Chiefs. You can follow him uh, on Twitter at Chiefs Insider. I wanted to ask the question. The cell phone was gone. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, it, it happens. It's so frustrating, cell phones sometimes. Yeah. It's not Nick's fault. It's just cell phones, yeah. right? It happens. Um, you know, I said on Friday, Trent, that why don't they just, why wouldn't they just, if you're a team that wants a quarterback, why don't you just wait until Alex Smith gets cut? Mm-hmm. But if you want that quarterback and you know there's going to be a competition, you can obviously you know uh, move the process along by offering up something to Kansas City. I'm starting to think I was dead wrong in that he will be traded as opposed to waiting to be cut. He's got a $2 million roster bonus very early into the, I think it's the first week in March. If he's a chief, that $2 million kicks in, so he'll be gone by then. Once the Super Bowl gets over and done with, and the league opens up its official next year, its new year. It's going to be crazy, as it always is, because it never stops. It's the NFL. It, it's not quite like the NBA, which is 11 and a half months. There's, there's a little down period, but it's also easier during those down periods to still talk NFL. Sure. This one is going to be intriguing. You know, Alex Smith, who was put together from where he was before... He had his little renaissance in San Francisco, where mm-hmm. it looked like, all right. His final a, year. This guy is a bust, never going to yep. work. And now, all right, he's a placeholder. Now you look at the numbers. They're good. Yes. They, they were really good. And there's going to be teams lining up. And then you get to the draft, and there's teams lining up. And quarterbacks and Rosen and Darnold and Allen, Allen from Wyoming. Yep. And Mayfield. And and I don't love any of them. I, I, I love Rosen, I think. <laughs> I, I think I do. I was on that bandwagon before he even played. Remember I picked UCLA yeah, two years ago yeah, to be the Yeah, you did. Player. I remember that. Now you mentioned that. I, I was a Rosen fan, but he didn't win. Mm-hmm. No, I'd rather have a veteran, Trent. I'd rather have a veteran. It's win-now league, and these guys take so long for the quarterbacks to develop. Look at the three. We just saw the three rookies that were first round. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mahomes finally played in, in a meaningless game. Trubisky, you could see flashes. Watson was really good. Don't get me wrong. Um, but you'd rather have a veteran. There's going to be a bunch of them out there. At least you would think certainly uh, three or four, which is unheard of. Um, and then the draft is a, is a different animal. So it'll be fun to watch this play out. Well, uh, tonight these quarterbacks will not be uh, very soon in the NFL draft. Right, right. Um, 
You're asking me who I like. Like we, I picked Atlanta on Friday. Alabama. I think, uh, why do I keep saying Atlanta? It's in know. Atlanta. It's in Atlanta. Yeah. Um, I, I I picked Alabama on uh, on Friday. I'm not going to change. Mm-hmm. I, I still think that they're going to win. I'm starting to think maybe the game gets a little out of hand, and I hope that's not the case. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Did, so you think it's twenty four ten, twenty seven thirteen? Not a lot of drama. Not a lot of edge of your seat in the fourth no. quarter, thinking that Georgia's going to find a way to win this thing. Who are the teams that have beat Alabama throughout the year? So what, what do you have to have over the last six years of saving? Quarterback. You have to have a quarterback. Yeah. Usually a quarterback that can move. Uh-huh. Not just Johnny Manziel, but right. even you know Oklahoma when they beat him with, oh, what was the kid's name? Uh, ended up transferring to Texas A&M. Oh. Travis uh, Knight. Travis Knight, right. Travis Knight. Yeah. You know, you got to have a guy that can move a little bit. Just trying to smash, punch him in the mouth. It doesn't work. Mm-mm. It doesn't work. And I... Maybe they'll have some success early on, but I can't see it. From he's done a really good job. He's going to be an excellent. He'll be a guy in two years. We will be talking. I'm about with you in the top ten. But right now, against Alabama, I do like the, the fact they... though that he had to, that he had that audition, if you want to call it that, on the Rose Bowl stage because mm-hmm. that's pretty. Those lights are pretty yeah. bright in their own right. Um, I, I'm with you. I'm, I, look, I love the three headed running back that uh, Georgia bigs to the field, but. I think Alabama's just going to do it again, Trent. Yeah, yeah, kind of boring fashion, much like the game against Clemson, I think, a week ago. And that just, wasn't very good. No, just wasn't entertaining and more of the same, and you're going to see. Then the rest of the week, it'll be, oh, TV numbers are down. Well, they are going to be. Don't yes. you expect? Now, will oh, we yeah. get that tomorrow, They'll maybe be late overnight. in our show? Yeah, the overnights will be out in the morning, not yeah. the complete numbers. But, yeah, we'll we'll have a pretty good idea, usually by late number uh, morning, down, how much down, those mm-hmm. kind of things. And it'll be down. Mm-hmm. There's no buzz. There was buzz last year. It was Clemson, Alabama. This year. It's SEC versus SEC. It's, just, it's, it's kind of blah. And I think you're going to see a blah game along with it. Uh, I hope you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Uh, we're done for the day. What do you and Jimmy B have cooked up? Uh, it's Monday. Wolfgang checking in, I'm assuming. Yep, we'll be talking with Wolfgang here today. A lot of college basketball talk and, of course, uh, previewing the national championship game. Tad Haslip from the Sporting News. He's down there. He'll be joining us as well. So busy show, 4 to 6 this afternoon. Good stuff. We are out of time, but we're back tomorrow. We'll recap the national championship game. Thanks to our guests, Bama Bob, Scott Dockerman, and uh, Nick Athen for checking in on to the Chiefs. We're back tomorrow at noon for Trent Conn and Ken Miller. Thank you for listening. I hope you can join us again tomorrow from noon until 2. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. 1700 KBGG brings you Westwood One coverage of the NFL all season long through the Super Bowl. When you hear Washer Systems of Iowa, you think about pressure washers. The Washer Systems of Iowa does so much more. Industrial floor care equipment, waste oil heaters, water heaters, accessories and parts, washers, used equipment, along with repair, preventative maintenance, and operator training. Selling and servicing commercial cleanup equipment for 29 years. Washer Systems of Iowa. And the presenting sponsor for you and I, head coach Ben Jacobson, each Monday on 1700. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast. 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest but we started as a roofing company and we're still a roofing company today At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway We arrive with a business card in hand ready to take care of your home Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project or a new construction project Wolf Construction can handle the job Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine.
On behalf of the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention Iowa Chapter, thank you for your support in 2017. The Central Iowa Out of Darkness Walk at Ankeny's DMAC campus raised over $75,000. These funds allow our local volunteers to create and maintain support groups for those who have lost someone to suicide, implement education programs in colleges and high schools to prevent suicide, and advocate for new legislation to strengthen mental health care in Iowa. Please check AFSP.org slash Iowa for more information on our 2018 fundraising events, including campus walks and out-of-darkness walks across Iowa. The American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, Iowa Chapter, online, afsp.org slash Iowa. With ARC Physical Therapy, there's no back injury slowing me down. Thanks to ARC, my knee pain is not limiting me from doing what I want to do. I'm free with ARC. ARC Physical Therapy provides individualized plans unique to you to help you get where you want to go. Eliminate your pain and discover the difference at ARC Physical Therapy. Visit one of our locations in Urbandale, Des Moines, and Ankeny. Online at ARCPT.com. ARC Physical Therapy is a proud member of the Urbandale Chamber of Commerce, the only five-star accredited chamber in central Iowa. Message and data rates may apply. If you're considering going back to school, ask yourself the following questions. Do you need the flexibility to take classes on your schedule? Do you have college credits you need transferred? Do you want to earn a quality degree from a world-renowned university? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Arizona State University is the perfect school for you. Arizona State University offers over 150 highly ranked degree programs 100% online. You'll learn the same degree as you would on campus from wherever you are on your schedule. Plus, ASU Online accepts most transfer credits. For information, text FUTURE to 35517. Learn for yourself why the Wall Street Journal ranks ASU fifth in the nation for producing the best qualified graduates and why 87% of ASU grads are recruited within 90 days of graduation. Learn to grow, learn to succeed, and learn to thrive at Arizona State University. To learn more about ASU Online degrees, text FUTURE to 35517. That's F-U-T-U-R-E to 35517. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite.